It's Wednesday, May 10th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden predicted Tuesday that the U.S.-Mexico border would be chaotic for a while when pandemic-related restrictions end, as 550 active-duty troops began arriving and migrants weighed whether or when to cross. The restrictions have been in place since the year 2020 and allowed U.S. officials to quickly return migrants over the border. They are ending later this week, and the U.S. is putting into place a set of new policies that will clamp down on illegal crossings while offering migrants a legal path to the United States if they apply online through a government app. Applicants also must have a sponsor and pass background checks. Mr. Biden said his administration was working to make the change orderly. Mr. Biden and Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador spoke for roughly an hour Tuesday to discuss the border. In political news, U.S. Representative George Santos, who faced outrage and mockery over a litany of fabrications about his heritage, education, and professional pedigree, has been charged with federal criminal offenses, according to people familiar with the matter. The charges against Santos, filed in the Eastern District of New York, remain under seal. The New York Republican has admitted to lying about having Jewish ancestry, a Wall Street background, college degrees, and a history as a star volleyball player. Serious questions about his finances also surfaced, including the source of what he claimed was a quickly amassed fortune despite recent financial problems, including evictions and owing thousands of dollars in back rent. Santos resisted calls to resign and recently announced he was running for re-election. In world news, the Justice Department said Tuesday that it had disrupted a long-running Russian cyber espionage campaign that infected computer networks in dozens of countries, including in the United States, and resulted in the theft of sensitive information from governments. Prosecutors linked the spying operation to a unit of Russia's Federal Security Service, or FSB, and accused the hackers of stealing documents from hundreds of computer systems belonging to governments of NATO members, an unidentified journalist for a U.S. news organization who reported on Russia, and other select targets of interest to the Kremlin. For 20 years, the FSB has relied on the snake malware to conduct cyber espionage against the United States and our allies. That ends today. Assistant Attorney General Matthew Olson, the head of the Justice Department's National Security Division, said in a statement, U.S. officials described the espionage campaign as very consequential saying the hackers had successfully exfiltrated sensitive documents from NATO countries. In other news, President Biden and congressional leaders confronted each other on the debt limit impasse Tuesday, ending their meeting with no breakthrough, but agreeing to meet again this week to try to avert the looming risk of an unprecedented government default. Speaking at the White House, Mr. Biden described the talks as productive, even though House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said after the high-stakes Oval Office meeting that he didn't see any new movement toward resolving the stalemate. After the hour-long discussion in the Oval Office, Mr. Biden said he was, quote, absolutely certain, end quote, that the country could avert a default, 
declaring that failure to meet America's obligations is not an option. And a jury found former President Donald Trump liable Tuesday for sexually abusing advice columnist E. Jean Carroll in 1996, awarding her $5 million in a judgment that could haunt the former president as he campaigns to regain the White House. The judgment adds to Mr. Trump's legal woes and offers vindication to Ms. Carroll. Jurors also found Mr. Trump liable for defaming Ms. Carroll over her allegations. Mr. Trump did not attend the civil trial and was absent when the verdict was read. Now you know, and you're ready to go with The Morning News. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.